Well, despite the delisting trend gaining traction, the JC has managed to beat the odds, delivering growth during the annual period. The group reported a 4% rise in headline earnings per share as it recorded revenue growth across its business segments. Joining me now to take us through the company's numbers is the CEO, Leila Farid. Thank you so much for your time, Leila. Now, let's start off with that top line. So, operating revenue climbing 5%. Is the mix of revenue sources at ideal proportions? Zanati, um, a key standout feature of our revenue, which was up 5%, as you say, is the diversification of that revenue line. Um, I've often spoken about how we were um, concentrated in the equity market, and that exposes us to the ups and downs of the cycle. What we're seeing now is that stabilization of quality earnings through the cycle is evident. Our non-trading revenue is up 13%, and it now contributes 25% of revenue. Our most recent acquisition of Link Market Services, um, which was acquired in 2020, has uh, contributed a compound annual growth rate of 49% since the acquisition. So these new sources of revenue fortify us through the, through the cycle and stabilization and quality of earnings through the cycle is evident. This is, of course, also underpinned by a high cash generation. The JSC is a highly cash generative um, business, and that's very important, particularly during times of uncertainty. Yeah, let's actually go down to that bottom line, Leila. Core profit growth of 1%, headline earnings per share growth of 4%. Some would argue that those growth figures are tepid, and I'd just like to know from you, what is that a reflection of? Um, is that maybe... Would you argue that it's not considering the difficult trading environment that we're in? Just just shed, shed more light on that for us. Um, I think I think our bottom line is is really a reflection of the broader macroeconomic environment yeah. and also of the base effect. Um, we're coming off highly volatile event driven um, years both during the year of the pandemic and the year after, where our volumes and values um, climbed um, in an unprecedented uh, manner. And what we're now starting to see is growth on a very high base. Um, and so we are pleased with our with our, our earnings. Our um, interest income grew by 40%. Our largest market, the equity market, um, was broadly flat year on year, but that was off a very high base in the prior year. Yeah. Let's actually go to some of the challenges that a lot of companies are reporting across the board, and that's uh, including load shedding. So just talk to me about the impact of load shedding on your operations from a cost perspective and also on the operational running of your systems. The JC is, is not a um, high energy consumer um, as in, in general terms. And we don't have very big carbon footprint. That said, we're coming off both a low base effect where we didn't have as many people in our office as we uh, the, uh, uh, um, in prior years um, because of COVID. And in addition to that, we have a, a, a rising diesel cost bill. And this is one of the contributors um, to our operating cost increase. 
Yeah. I'm actually just wondering, so you say that you're not a high energy consumer, but of course, because of people going back to the office, now there's uh, much more of uh, demand there on electricity. But what would you say that a worst case scenario would look like if we continue to have an escalation of load shedding? And are you making contingency plans for an escalation of load shedding? Mm. The JC is in constant um, communication on all risks with our regulators and our market participants. We run various scenarios and we ensure that we're all working in lockstep. So there is obviously always um, a proactive approach to any risk that we um, that we see in the market um, that could affect our availability. And um, electricity is one of the many areas that we're focusing on. Yeah. Lele, one of the highlights that are pointed out in your results is introducing listing requirements reforms. What has that entailed? And has that started significantly filtering through to more appetite or demand of listings or of IPOs and maybe less of a rush to delist? Um. Uh, what we what we are seeing is that we are having growth in some of our segments. So our sustainability space, for example, um, has more than doubled. Last uh, the prior year, we had thirty seven um, sustainable bonds, and that's now gone up to sixty five. The bond market has also increased, but in the equity um, market, we have begun introducing a number of changes. Things like free float requirements for listings, um, things like including institutional investors in that free float calculation, removing um, the requirement for abridged reports. We are starting to change the uh, listings requirements for the small and mid-cap companies um, to give them some regulatory relief. In addition to this, we are also, we've also introduced a private placement market, which is a completely different um, a market for companies to raise capital. It doesn't require your usual listings requirements compliance. And we've had great success in that space. We had 22 new companies seeking capital um, in the prior year. Yeah. Um, so so the, there is a lot happening. That said, um, the market, econ the, the economic conditions are uncertain and those are always important factors for companies wanting to raise capital or to list. Yeah. All right, so Leila, just to wrap up the conversation, I mean, what will your key focus areas be going forward, at least in the short to medium term? Um, in the short to medium term, we are going to continue on our path of innovation. We've introduced a number of new important innovations. We are investing in um, building out our data uh, capability. We introduced a world leading new analytics tool called Trade Explorer. We continue to build out a large data lake or putting our data in the cloud, which means all participants will be able to access that data in a much easier format. Um, and we continue to invest in technology. Um, some innovative solutions such as our artificial intelligence social listening tool, which um, picks up early warning indicators in social media that need to be addressed, as well as simply upgrading and making sure that the technology on which our markets run continue to provide the high level of resilience that we've experienced in the past couple of years.
All right. Well, thank you very much for your time, Leila, and giving us insights on those numbers and also the growth of prospects going forward for the JSC. That was the CEO of the JSC, Leila Free.